0: Mobile banking security is a growing concern, both for consumers and banks. As more malware attacks are aimed at Android devices, security researchers have warned institutions and companies to be mindful of the mobile security policies and practices they have in place for both consumer products and employees. Here, Dan Macurio and Mark Tracy, who recently oversaw the deployment of Android Fingerprint ID at Cambridge Savings Bank, a $3.2 billion institution based in Massachusetts, explain how removing login credentials from the authentication process is dramatically enhancing mobile and online security. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. So Dan and Mark, before we get into a lot of questions about what this actual technology is, could you tell us about Android Fingerprint ID? How does it work and when did you deploy it?
1: Sure. Thanks, Tracy. This is Dan Mercurio. We deployed Android Fingerprint ID just last week. Uh, So this is one of our recent launches that we're proud to bring to market. And essentially Android Fingerprint ID is the ability for a customer that is using one of two Google Nexus devices to log in and authenticate themselves through our mobile app using their fingerprint. We had introduced Touch ID with Apple 8 months ago and it's become very popular and we wanted to make sure that we brought a similar feature to
2: our Android users as well. Tracy, this is Mark Tracy. I just want to add to that that we did participate over the last couple of months in a Digital Insight pilot. Uh, So we did have a few employees who were testing the uh, capability before we launched it. We did participate in Digital Insights pilot.
0: So Mark, just to expand there a bit, when you say you had some employees that that tested um, the product as part of a pilot, were they using this as if they were customers of the bank?
2: Yes. That's how we can develop responses to our customers when we do launch it.
0: And were there any particular things that came up during the pilot that were challenging as far as using the biometrics feature?
2: Actually not. We had the correct phones. I mean, it doesn't work for all the Android phones. It's just the later versions. But we really didn't run into any technical issues because I think it just kind of layers on top of what's native to the phone.
0: So let's talk a little bit about the Digital Insight platform. The biometrics-based authentication feature that's delivered through this platform is really just one of many biometrics-based authentication features that's provided. What are some of the other features that could be used through this platform?
2: I'll pick that one. This is Mark. Well, they offer, obviously, Dan mentioned Touch ID for the iOS devices. they just announced, or we just rolled out with them, the fingerprint ID with the Android devices. They also offer retinal scanning uh, through their partnership with iVerify, and we did not adopt that, but it is available. We've focused more on the biometrics that are native to the devices our customers use because we thought we'd have a better chance of high adoption. But we do pay attention to what Digital Insight's doing with iVerify and it may be something we, we look at adopting in the future.
1: Yeah, and uh, this is Dan Tracy. I, I think the other thing that I would add is you know, we are also, in addition to looking at digital insights opportunity, we are looking at other options through our core provider as well, really kind of identifying those customer experiences where we think have the most friction for the customer and really looking at at exploring biometric authentication for those experiences.
0: Yeah, and I would assume that kind of working through this digital insight platform, you might get a feel for what types of other solutions might make sense. Could you tell us who your core process provider is? Who are you working with there?
1: Sure, we use uh, Fiserv DNA.
0: And I know that you recently just deployed, you know, the Android solution, but obviously you've been offering a solution for Apple products. For a lot longer, how have your customers taken to biometrics authentication?
2: Yeah, it's a
1: great question. Uh, this is Dan. I was in the in our customer contact center yesterday, and you know, asked some for some anecdotal feedback, and you know, we continue to hear from our customers that using Touch ID, since it's been out for eight months now, with our Apple app, is extremely popular with our customers. So those that have a device that is compatible with Touch ID are vocalizing to us through the different channels that we interact with them with that. You know, it's extremely convenient, certainly a lot more convenient than entering a username and, and passcode. And so we're hearing a lot of really positive responses from our customers. Our Touch ID users average over the last 30 days, as an example, you know, 15 logins using Touch ID in that 30-day period. So we can clearly see that customers are using it with a lot of frequency.
2: And, and this is Mike. We're, we're seeing about 40% of, of our... People who regularly log in with their phone are using Touch ID. And we do think that having Touch ID contributes to the fact that those are more active users as well because it does make it that much more simple. And again, just to repeat, it does kind of leverage a technology that's innate in the phone.
0: How many customers do you have enrolled in Touch ID?
1: We have right about 2,300 unique users using Touch ID.
0: And what percentage is that of your overall customer base?
2: It's about 40%.
0: So as I mentioned in the introduction, usernames and passwords for login, whether it's online or via a mobile device, are easy to compromise. And we all know that now, especially with some of the enhanced malware attacks that we've seen. But how concerned would you say, Dan and Mark, your customers are about fingerprint biometrics? Are they worried that these biometrics could be compromised as well?
2: This is my, I'll take that one. I would say that, you know, that we do encourage people to use strong passwords. Uh, we also use device ID, and, and obviously what the biometrics does is it adds another layer. It, it kind of uses the who you are aspect of multi-factor authentication. So from that perspective, I do think it adds another layer of security. And I think as our customers, again, are familiar with using the thumbprint or the fingerprint to log into their phones, I think this is a kind of a natural extension of it, and I think those people that – are comfortable with that type of authentication are the ones who are more drawn to incorporate it into their app use. And Tracy, this
1: is Dan. You know, when we look at our conversations with customers in the branches through the customer contact center, through electronic communication in, in the customer contact center, and we talk about the ease of use in using fingerprint authentication, we're not hearing a lot of customer concern related to that. And I think that's something that allows us to feel comfortable about exploring other biometric solutions, you
2: know, as we look out across the next few years.
0: How concerned are the two of you about biometrics being compromised?
2: Like I said, if you look at it from a layered approach, which we tend to do at Cambridge Savings Bank in general, I I do think it's another layer. So I would say I'm I'm less concerned about it, but that doesn't mean I'm comfortable 100%. I think that we try to take a layered approach, try to present options for the customers to consider, and I think from that perspective, I I think it makes it a better environment.
0: Are you more concerned about security on Android devices than you are on Apple or iOS devices?
2: For our purposes, this is Mark. I understand there's publicity around which one's more secure than the other. But again, I only look at our app and what security is available. And whatever device our customers are using, we tend to just provide them the options to make their interactions as secure as we can. I can't control what phones people use, so I just try to look at it in general terms. This is Dan. One of the things that's interesting about our customer base
1: which is probably a little bit different if you look out nationally and, and look at trends nationally. The vast majority of our smartphone users are Apple users. And so you know that's one of the reasons why we have focused on the Apple side a little bit more in the past is just that the vast majority of our users are using an iPhone.
0: Are there other mobile platforms that, that you would consider looking at? I know Thinking about from a payments standpoint, Samsung Pay and and some of the other things that are being offered out there, are these considerations from a banking institution perspective as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We are very, very focused right now on the payment space, just like any other bank is or should be. And in eastern Massachusetts, we were one of the first banks to launch Apple Pay. And we've been able to, and Mark can elaborate a little bit more about some of the other payment features that we've rolled out. But we wanted to make sure that we were offering that very quickly in our
2: marketplace. Mark, you want to talk a little bit more about what we're doing besides just Apple Pay? We have rolled out in November Samsung Pay. We've positioned ourselves as partners with Fiserv in the payment space, at least in terms of the wallet. So right now, we offer our customers, and and in both cases, we, we were early on in the community bank rollout. But we do offer Apple Pay. We do offer Samsung Pay. And we're now launching a test Uh, We're helping Fiserv build out support for Android Pay as well. So we have been very active. We're trying to position the bank as somebody who's going to adopt technologies, adopt payment methods that our customers are looking for, and give them as many options as we can.
0: So Dan and Mark, do you think that partnering with your core processor, in this case Fiserv, helps to take some of the security and or cyber risk burden off the shoulders of the banking institution?
2: Well, they do focus on that, and that is obviously one of the things that they have to pay attention to. We do rely heavily on our vendors to help us as they develop their tools to make sure that security is being considered. Fisers themselves offers a lot of services, a lot of webinars. They have a risk tool that banks can utilize, and then we do consult with them as we roll out new products, new services, and things like that. So it is definitely a partnership, and we do rely heavily on those vendors, not just FISER but also Digital Insight and bottom line technologies is another partner.
0: Great. And then before we close, are there any final thoughts you'd like to share with our audience about the rollout or biometrics as authentication in general?
1: Yeah, I mean, This is Dan, Tracy, and, and the one thing I'll say just in, in conclusion, you know, we strategically have said as we've built our strategic plan that, you know, we are going to be a community bank that is more digitally progressive than our community bank peers here in eastern Massachusetts. And I think biometrics plays a role in helping us create that differentiation within the market. Not only does it you know, support what we're trying to do on the security side, but on the user
2: experience side, it's aligned strategically with, with where we're going. This is Mark. I'll just add that you know, as part of the strategy as well, as I mentioned, you know, we're really trying to meet our customer on their terms. So we're trying to provide as many options as we can around how they move their money, how they use their money, and also provide them these types of options to enhance the security enhance the uh, customer experience with the different devices and tools we offer.
0: Dan and Mark, I'd like to thank both of you again for your time today.
2: Thank, thank, you, Tracy. thank you,
0: Tracy. Again, we've just heard from Dan McCurio and Mark Tracy of Cambridge Savings Bank. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.